0: Beautiful day waiting for you. Cloudy and cool. Highs of 59. Beautiful for me, at least. A 20% chance for showers. 80% chance for rain tomorrow. It says rain at times. I don't know if, if that means you won't have a chance to get anything done because by the time it stops, start, it stops raining, it's going to start again. Anyway, 40% chance for morning showers on Sunday. Highs both days. 58, then highs of 58 on Sunday, uh, Monday rather, as the sun returns, warms up a little bit, then goes back to the lower 50s. So the roller coaster continues. Mike Detelier joins us now, our friend, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. How you doing, Mike?
1: I'm good, Tommy. Thank you.
0: Boy, it'd be some if we were sitting here talking about the same centering a divisional playoff game, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. But, right. it, but we're not. No, so. We're
0: not. so what's going on with the Sean Payton sweepstakes?
1: Sean had, uh, uh, from all indications, uh, a really good meeting uh, with uh, the Broncos organization. Uh, and, uh, you know, if <laughs> you have an owner that's worth almost $70 billion in Rob Walton, money's not going to be an issue uh, on that particular part. Uh, but... Uh, From all indications, he had a a really good meeting, everything went well, and uh, Fox Sports uh, is reporting that uh, Russell Wilson has reached out to him to say, hey, listen, we'd like to have you here in Denver. Interesting. Uh, He was supposed to have a meeting today in New York with David Tepper, uh, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, uh, but uh, um, David had to come back to Charlotte, and so... uh, due to an emergency, and so I'm not sure where that's going to stand with Tepper. Uh, I know last night Jeff Duncan, who was on with us, uh, brought up the fact that he thought that Tepper and Peyton would hit it off very well. Uh, You know, and again, you're talking about these are two of the richest owners in uh, in, in sports today. Uh, David Tepper is in the mid-20s. Billionaire, wow! Uh, so you you got two guys that uh, money's not going to be the object uh, on this part. It's going to be uh, <clears throat> Sean's sort of comfort level uh, with the organization. Because I think terms of a of a trade and compensation, I think that'll be worked out pretty quickly. You, I, even I don't think,
0: Mike with Carolina,
1: yeah. I, oh, listen, man. I, I oh. think uh, if you want something bad enough. Mm -hmm. Tommy, I think you're willing to pay. Now, a lot of people say, I just got a certain price. How many times you go shopping for a vehicle? Or maybe you look for a car. And, yeah, I got a certain price level. But, boy, I see one that I really like. You can never fall in love.
0: You can never fall in love. Don't do that. That's your first mistake.
1: But but it does happen, right? Oh, yeah, it happens.
0: It's the worst thing you can do.
1: (laughs) But uh, it does happen. And when you... I think I've had that much success financially. Uh, You don't like to be told no. Mm -hmm. You know, if if I'm out for something, if it's a car, a house, an employee, however you look at it, you don't like to be told no because you don't hear that often, you know, in your spot. You don't hear that often. And uh, so it will be interesting to see. I think by next week at this time, this will all be worked out, but one the way Saints, or another, one of the teams.
0: The Saints would, allow, would want him or, or let him, I guess I say allow, I presume they would have veto power over this. Maybe not. I don't know. You tell me. In the NFC South, we would really want that? They would want that?
1: No, I wouldn't want it. I don't want it either. I, mean, I wouldn't want so who it. Who does besides and Sean so and the owner? Because now you are walking a fine line here of you're going to ask more from the Panthers in return than you would Denver. Uh, no, no matter what you read here or whatever, if he goes to the AFC West, you see him once every four years. Mm-hmm. You, he goes to Carolina, you see him twice a year. So that's why I've always sort of felt Denver is in the lead position because I think it's an easier path to make all this work. And, again, uh, you've got money. Denver is a huge football town. <laughs> um, you know, out west, you know, there's a lot of San Francisco 49 ers fans, but there are a ton, too, of Denver Bronco fans. And I just think that that is the more likely spot for him out in Denver than, say, in Carolina. But again, you got a super rich owner here, and they all rich. But I'm talking about he's ultra rich uh, when you're talking about 25 billion dollars. Uh, that you know, if he really wants that, and again, Jeff brought it up that he really felt from knowing a little bit about the situation, they would hit it off very well, uh, the owner and Sean. Uh, now that meeting today, uh, I don't think is going to happen because of. Uh, an emergency for Tepper, and he went back to Charlotte. So we'll see what happens. But uh, believe me, Tommy, I think by this time next week, all this will be worked out. I think it will be a real quick uh, situation. I don't think Sean's going to mull on this forever and a day.
0: If you look at what Denver gave up to get Russell Wilson and what they got in return last year, it would seem to me Russell Wilson and Denver needs a quarterback whisperer. And can Sean Payton be that quarterback whisperer with well Sean believes
1: that okay yeah Uh, listen that's the one thing with Sean he's not lacking confidence
0: well no but I'm just wondering if you think that would would it work it's going to work for Sean because he's going to get paid that that's all that matters it always works for him but I'm just wondering if do you think that would be the missing ingredient to the Russell Wilson Denver gumbo
1: uh no I think he thinks he can work with Russell Wilson but I think he believes he can work with anybody Mm -hmm. uh to be honest with you and again um, it's a new ownership group uh John Elway's not involved because you know we've, we've got people text and call in well what John Elway's got to say about? It, he says nothing he's not involved with this team he's a figurehead mm-hmm. uh he's not involved in any part of the organization at all. We've had different people from Denver say that they, they haven't seen him in a building in
0: months. So what does he do? They just pay him for, like, a spokesperson or something?
1: Yeah, pretty much so. Uh, and being – helping with PR and everything else. John at one time was the general manager and sort of ran things there. and It didn't go well for him. Um, or the team, put it to you that way. He made one great move. He did great. Yeah, he did fine. He, no, just, he did great, but he made one great move. Which was? He got Peyton Manning to go to Denver. Oh, I got you
0: yeah the check's cleared, so he did well. He came out
1: yeah yeah And so and he's got listen, he he's doing pretty well in life in, in other uh, aspects. Yeah. but uh, right now, Tommy, I would say I would put Denver in the lead spot because again, ownership, um, I think Sean having a lot of power given to him, he can bring in some people maybe he's been involved with in the past like a Ryan Pace, who at one time was a general manager of the bears and he, Ryan worked in the saints organization. And I think he would have full autonomy here uh, with an owner that wants to win now. Patience. What are you talking about? man? I want to win today. Uh, Don't tell me about this long-term plan. Uh, That's not how we uh, look at things. I'm worried about bottom dollar today on what's going to happen. So, I do think it'll happen pretty quickly. I think he'll come up with that decision one way or another, and people, oh, he could go back to Fox. Okay, what's the most he's making at Fox? A million, million and a half bucks a year? And you can make 20 to. And we had someone from Denver say the money they're talking about could be like 22 to 23 million dollars a year.
0: Holy moly.
1: So oh, you're going to leave moment. that on the table? No, 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 no. No, you can talk about ownership no. and man, a quarterback and everything no. else. Come on. You flashed them bucks, you gone. I don't care who you are. People, oh, I got my standards. Yeah, you got your standards till they pop down. Uh, then uh, <laughs> president's printed on dead paper, then it's a different story.
0: $23 million a year, huh? Well, first thing I'm going to have to know is where do I sign? We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to Mike to tell you, hey, you got any questions, comments. Somebody wants to know, we'll ask when we come back about um, does the compensation go down if Sean Payton waits a year, which could be an irrelevant question, but it is interesting. 623 traffic now, WWL. Six twenty-seven. Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Mike Detoye, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. Tim Zimmer's trying to make a case in my ear, Mike, for um, Sean Payton sitting out a year to get his ideal shot in San Diego. Who's going to leave twenty-three million dollars on the table for one year to get the, your ideal job the next year? That makes no sense. I wouldn't do it. Would you?
1: No hell no. That's a no, lot There's money. no way.
0: Twenty-three million.
1: <laughs> Listen, that's that,
0: twenty-three million, Tim. That's how much you've made me lose in your college basketball picks so far this. Season. No,
1: come on, Tim. Tim's a better selector than that. Eh, not uh, uh But here, here's my deal. Listen, you can talk about a lot of things in life, uh, but you know that's a lot of money yeah. to leave on the table yeah. to say, well, uh, it it might open up next year in LA with the Chargers. It might. Be, it, this is. Kind of a focal point here. When has a coach been available where two of the richest owners in sports in general are both after you at the same time? You might not have that next year. And the one thing I do know with the Spanos family, uh, there is a part here behind the scenes a lot of people don't realize is that the brother and the sister who have inherited the team of fighting over oh, Lord. ownership oh, Lord. and nothing's worse than having family members no. fight over money and everything else. You don't
0: want to get involved in that. No.
1: no. And, and the uh, sister wants to have half the team show she can sell it where the, where the, the young spinals wants to keep the team seeing what kind of money windfall the NFL brings in. It's a, a particular Situation to say the least. So, man, when you got people like Walton and Tepper after you, uh, you strike what aren't hot. To the
0: Spanos family, you have everything. Don't screw it up because you get greedy. For the love of God, get along with each other, enjoy the wealth that your father provided, and just don't muck it up. Is it that hard to do, Mike?
1: It's uh, sometimes a lot harder than you might think. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> I'm telling you because. I've been around people that have had family issues with money, and that's the ugliest thing I've ever seen.
0: I know, I know, I know, and it's and it's sad because it's like it really, it's it really is. It's like you is. got everything, and it's the last thing your parents would want. But go ahead and screw everything up. If I said San Diego earlier, I apologize. Obviously, the Chargers are in Los Angeles now. We'll take a break. More of your questions. When we come back. we will also go look ahead to those NFL divisional round games. Let's see what Mike think. Mike thinks about those right now. It's time for WWL first news. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. 6.43, 17 before 7, Tommy Tucker, WWL Friday morning, talking to Mike Dettiglia, co-host of Sports Talk, WWL NFL analyst and our good friend about all things football. Really, Mike, somebody texted in and it's a good question about the Saints and Pete Carmichael and coaching changes, and and are we likely to see any substantial changes to the Saints coaching staff this year, and if not, are we condemned to have another mediocre season? Thoughts?
1: Well, you're going to have changes on your staff. Um, i got no doubt of that. I mean, you're already uh, having teams uh, give out requests. Uh, Ryan Nielsen, uh, Atlanta uh, has asked for permission to speak to him. The Panthers have asked for permission for Chris Richard. Um, I, I think everybody was surprised uh, that Pete Carmichael would, would return to the team. Uh, now, again, in what position now <laughs> remains to be seen uh already Dan Rauscher uh was um it looks as though from the reports from Mike Triplett that he was released uh he was their running game coordinator tight end coach but Tommy it's just it's not going to be just that they are going to have other changes on their staff uh because i think you know people always bring up continuity to me and <laughs> i had an old boss of mine tell me years ago he said you know what i like continuity When we successful, you know, when I don't like it, when we not. Okay. Uh, Well, "Well, I like the same people around me, but I'm losing money. I'm losing games. Come on. Uh, This is the big boy league. Uh, You paid for production and it's from year to year. And you understand that as a coach, I got coaches in my family. They understand it perfectly that if they're not successful, they're going to be somewhere else. Uh, you got to treat this almost like you're in the military, and that you sort of going to bounce around a little bit, and, and you're well compensated uh, for being an assistant coach. So, it, do it you think Pete me.
0: Carmichael would go somewhere with Sean Payton or not?
1: Well, already uh, Mickey Loomis has made the comment that he's not letting somebody go on a lateral move, mm-hmm. and so. Is this sort of a move to stop Sean from maybe getting him too? I don't, you know, I don't know behind the scenes what's happening there. Uh, Sean and Drew and Pete worked really well together. Pete, Pete's a guy that I think he was a great go-between between two real strong egos. Okay, no matter what, when you got two guys that are that talented. Uh, you, you better have somebody that can kind of get between the two of them to kind of work any sort of issues out. And I think Pete did a fantastic job doing that. Uh, but, again, Drew Brees, how many times do we say this? In this post-Drew Brees time frame? it's going to be tough to replace him. Really difficult. I've seen franchises have really major difficulties handling this. After they lose a top quarterback. And what do you do now? And I think that's the one thing I think for most fans is what what direction are we going? What type of offense are we going to run? You can't run the Drew Brees offense and not have Drew Brees. You got to change. And I think they would like to run the football better, but last year they were 19th in rushing uh, average per game. Uh, that's not good. It. No, they you going cut it. And so if, if if you want to continue run the same thing over with, guess what? The results will be the same. If you don't change players, a uh, philosophy or what you want to do, you're going to get the same results. Uh, uh, you don't need to hit your head up against the wall once. And then you figure out after that, man, it hurts.
0: Ground you on know, so
1: to do it twice, that's on you. All right, Mike, let me move on here.
0: Saturday, tomorrow, 3.30 Central Time, all the action here on WWL. Jaguars going to Kansas City. How you see this one breaking down?
1: Well, it's a big spread, uh, but I like the Chiefs here. Uh, I think, man, when you give Andy Reid a couple weeks to prepare for you, this may be the 12 o'clock hour for Cinderella. <laughs> and Jacksonville's story is great uh, in what they've done from, from worse to being in a position and being in the playoffs. And a, and a playoff win, but I think it comes to an end. Uh, I like the Chiefs here, and I think they win by two scores.
0: Well, along those lines, I'm going to talk to you about another Cinderella story on Sunday in a second, but let's go to the late game tomorrow. you got the Giants at the Eagles. Man, I was pretty impressed with what I saw last week in the Giants. rather. What are your thoughts?
1: Brian DeBall is a guy I really like as a coach, and they'll be prepared. I think the Eagles win this game, but i tell you what, I think the Giants keep it close. That's a a seven-and-a-half-point spread. Mm -hmm. This, to me, looks to be a field goal, four- or five-point-type game, and I get seven-and-a-half. I'm taking the Giants. I think the Eagles win it, and, again, they've had two weeks, and we saw Ravens Cincinnati. When you play a team for the third time, ain't nothing that you've done that they haven't seen. I mean, come on! They, you know them, and they know you. It's normally close games. I'm going to take the Giants in the points, but I like the Eagles to win in a very close game.
0: All right, let's move on to Sunday. You got Joe Burrow and the Bengals, two o'clock kickoff. I don't know why they start the game earlier on Sunday than they do on Saturday because they they want them in prime time. Maybe got something to do with people going back to work. I don't know. Anyway, it's a two o'clock kickoff. Bengals at the Bills. Spread here about five and a half the average amount throughout the different sites.
1: Yeah, this is was the toughest for me because my heart tells me, Joe and the Bengals, but this Bills team, I don't know what you're going to catch out of them. Yeah, I know. I'll be honest with you. From week to week, uh, they laid an egg uh, last week. They uh, and they let Miami <laughs> into that game where they, with a chance mm-hmm. late. So with all that said, I don't know why, but my head tells me, Buffalo, uh, that Josh Allen will bounce back. Uh, the thing with the Bengals, why that spread has went from three and a half to five and a half, three starting linemen all hurt for the Bengals. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so uh, all I'm telling you is if you can't protect your star player, you got problems. And, and listen, Joe's terrific and he's used to not getting protected. But uh, these type games, you better have an offensive line in front of you. And the Bengals don't run the ball that well, uh, as well as I'd like for them to do. When you got Joe Mixon, come on! It don't take a lot to turn around handing the ball, mm-hmm. but they become pass happy. I like the bing, I like the Bills here, and I can't give you a real good reason why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, but you know what? I I feel what you're saying because you got to believe that they're going to get their act together after last week. That some somebody's going to do something. Well, somewhere. they ride they ride the
1: roller coaster every week, and sometimes in games where they look great in the first half, and they don't look as well. Uh, it's They are very much a mercurial team. All
0: right, let's move on to the second game, final game of the weekend. Cowboys at the 49ers. 49ers, the underdog. Uh, man, I got to tell you, I like the 49ers winning this game straight up. What are your thoughts? Yeah. The Cowboys the, 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 no, no, the, the
1: 49ers are three-and-a-half favorites. 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 That's right. I got that wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I like San Francisco in this game. Uh, Their defense has been terrific. They do have a hole or two, certainly in the secondary which you saw last week kind of get exploited a little bit. But, man, um, they're on a hot roll. They can run the ball. They can hold the tempo of the game. This Cowboys team is pretty doggone good. Now, they won't play as well as they did against uh, against Tampa. I mean, you can't. That was almost a flawless offensive performance. And Tom Brady didn't want to get hit. I mean, he was bailing out of there fast. Um, I just like the 49ers here. Uh, playing at home, that defense, running game is going to carry them. And uh, I think this is a close game, though, but uh, I'm going to go with San Francisco here, and I think that they covered at 3.5.
0: I think it might have been Booger McFarland before the game on Monday night said that Tampa Bay, when they show you who they are, believe them. And I think – Dallas played very well, but you got to remember who they were playing against. Tampa they, Bay, no, they played
1: a lousy team. Yep,
0: I think we got a lot of people got caught up in Tom Brady fever and didn't remember that there was the Bengals was the team they were playing. You know what I'm trying to say?
1: I got you. No, no, that, that's why. Again, consistency. I, this is. It sounds old fashioned, but it's true. A running game and stopping the run carries you a long way. Mm -hmm. As much as we want to talk about the great quarterbacks and everything else, that running game and defense wins a ton of games at any level. And that's what the 49ers are banked on, and I think they'll bank on it again. So you're saying
0: next weekend we got the Chiefs playing the Bills and we got the 49ers playing the Eagles? Yep. All right. We'll see. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate your time, man. Have a good day and a good weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it, bro. You bet. Mike Dettoyer, WWL NFL analyst, co-host, Sports Talk 653, 7 till 7. Traffic now on WWL.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up
0: America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.